Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. In the name of Allah, the gracious, the most merciful. In this episode, we will be discussing the 13th chapter from the Holy Quran, Surah Al-Ra'd, or the Thunder, which was revealed in the Holy City of Mecca with 43 verses. Why is it that God names this chapter the Thunder? The pagan Arabs had a lot of superstition. And superstition can destroy a community. False beliefs. And they took those beliefs so seriously. So one of their beliefs was that once the gods, the idols, are upset with us, then there's going to be an earthquake or a flood or thunders. And when the Prophet Muhammad began to preach and propagate the teachings of the religion of Islam, the Arabs told him, listen, we are not going to believe in you because if the gods were upset with us and not believing in you, not following you, then they would show us a sign, at least a thunder. Or some of them said that once some of the Arabs believed in the Prophet Muhammad, there were thunders and now they were using those thunders to discourage people from listening to the Prophet Muhammad. Either way, God wants to say that, look, we have many signs. God has many signs and many creations and amongst his creations is also the thunder. And it has nothing to do with God being pleased. And it has nothing to do with God being angry. And obviously we know that today and we're laughing about it. But at the same time, we also have a lot of superstition. Whether it is superstition from our cultural baggage uh, that has been imported from different parts of the world to the West. Or it is superstition or wrong belief that is actually embedded within the western culture altogether what the prophet did to rituals that go against reason or they go against humanity the prophet abolished them and he set a new standard we believe and we do and we practice in that which God teaches us. And this is the main theme of this chapter, Surah Al-Ra'd, which is one of the signs of the Almighty God. Now let us take a look at the most interesting and most powerful verses within the 13th chapter. One of them is, the 21st ayah within this chapter. God speaks of 
the righteous, the pious, those who uh, proclaim themselves to be righteous and pious because the gods were pleased with them. Because when the gods were pleased with them, then they would be rich, they would uh, be popular, and those who the gods were not pleased with would be the weak and the impoverished. God here says, no, let me change the way you believe in things. Let me tell you who the righteous people are. You see those people who are rich, but they don't take care of their family. His brother could be in need. His sister could be in need. His cousin, his friend. Those people are not righteous. I will tell you who's righteous. Those who do that which God has ordained them to do in regards to, the, to their blood relations, blood relatives. They create this bond between them and their family members. And that is something very important, brothers and sisters. Especially for those living in the West. Especially for those pursuing the American dream. The American dream is different than the dream that we should have as pious, righteous individuals, whether we are Muslims or, or Christians or Jews or anybody. If we are real human beings, then we look at our surroundings. Look at your brother. Look at your sister. Look at your cousin. Look at your parents. Look at somebody that is beneath you. And... If they're struggling with car payments, insurance, bills, help them. It's not about, you know, who has the biggest account. It's about who has the biggest heart. And that is what God's trying to tell us in this ayah. And then he says, while they do this, You have to have patience in seeking the pleasure of God. Indeed, once you are generous, once you do things in the, in the path of God, yes, your money may decrease, but God promises that He will reimburse you. Once you give to your family members, some people might look at that and say, you know, because things have been flipped around now. Doing good is seen as bad, and doing bad is seen as doing good. So, you bought a car for your brother? I mean, he's so lazy, you made a mistake. Oh, you're, you gave 70% of your wealth to charity? Are you crazy? Then what are you going to leave for your children? So he says in the next verse, they are patient and seeking the face, meaning the pleasure, the satisfaction of the Almighty God. And they establish prayers. Why? Because prayer strengthens our faith. Now let us take a look at the 28th um, verse those who believe and with the remembrance of God with the name of God with the mention of God their heart is at ease Knowing that God is watching, that God is going to come to my aid, God's going to help me. And you don't lose hope and faith in the Creator, the Almighty. And the last verse that I want to look at today is the 11th verse from the um, 13th chapter.
that says God will not change the situation of people unless they seek change within them. You see, one of the wise words of David, which is narrated to us through Imam al-Sadiq, he says, David, this powerful prophet and messenger of God, would say, a believer is one who knows of his circumstances, the time in which he lives in, the troubles of his era. And he seeks to find solutions for them. He's alert, he's smart, he's shrewd. Not somebody who just says, oh, I believe in God and I'm going to pray and everything's going to be fine. That is not the case. In fact, Imam Ali says, a mu'min is one who is alert. A mu'min is one who is smart. A mu'min is one who can make strong decisions. God says, I will not change things for you as a community unless you seek that change amongst yourself and within yourself. If you're lazy, you got to stop being lazy. If you not put yourself on the road to success, put, your road, put yourself on the road to success. If you're not planning a good future for your children, don't expect things to be otherwise. Start the change within yourself, within your family, within your community, and then leave it in the hands of God. With that said, brothers and sisters, I leave you in the care and the protection of the Almighty God. Until next time, wassalamu alaikum.